Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So Mr. Aaron Walker, welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So happy to have you on today. Hey, Matt, man, I'm excited to be here. What about your Chiefs uh, winning <laughs> last night? Uh, that was pretty yeah. solid. Were you I worried actually at the did, end? I did watch the game. I was uh, I was actually surprised. It was like um, they did a good job. <laughs> they did my a, wife I was is like, a big, wow. My wife's a big Chiefs fan. I took uh-huh. the Chargers, and we watched football <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, and Thursday night. And right. her team, the Chiefs, played last night. I think she's a Mahomes fan. And I took the Chargers, and I lost the last 34 seconds of the game. So It was crazy. I didn't actually think that – yeah, I didn't think that they were going to pull it out. And then it I was like, either. wow, they just marched down it and did what fun. they do. That's how they win. It was fun. You know, that's why my homes gets a half a billion dollar contract. Right, <laughs> right exactly. I know, exactly. I know. Thank you for having me as your guest. Sure, sure. Well, so you're the founder of a organization called View from the Top, and you've also written a book by that same title. That's correct. View from the correct. Top, at least. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. View from the Top, what is that organization? Yeah, we're a personal, professional, and spiritual development company. So we help entrepreneurs all over the world. I think we're in five or six different countries now. Get together in a mastermind setting. For those that don't know what that is, it's a peer advisory group, board of directors, people that are unbiased that meet with one another, 10 people in a group uh, via Zoom. Twice a year, we get together in person. But it's, it's people that can help you make decisions in every area of your life. People ask me, why is it called view from the top? Because nobody wants a view from the bottom. And so uh, (laughs) we help you achieve your own view from the top. You're supposed to have some type of biblical tie-in with view from the top, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, like, Proverbs don't, don't, 20. Yeah, yeah don't put Proverbs, your light in the bushel basket type thing. I right? know, it is. Don't let, let your light shine. Don't put a bushel <laughs> over it, right? Uh, Proverbs 27, 17 says, as one man sharpens another, as iron yep. sharpens iron. So that's the reason our masterminds are called iron sharpens iron. Well, how did you come to this? Because, you you know, in your bio, and from what I briefly understand, you're, sure. you're, you're a small business owner. So what kind of business are you, were, are you or were you in? Yeah, let me take you way back for context. Okay. Is yeah, that please okay? Do. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, it. so I'm a native Nashvilleian, Nashville, Tennessee. I've <laughs> uh, been here yeah, 62 years now, coming up pretty soon, and started my first business when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, God really blessed it. And when I was mm-hmm. 27, I sold out to a Fortune 500. Oh, and I was done. I was like, well, that was an easy <laughs> nine years. You know, you go from broker than a convict to being able right. to retire at age 27. I said, nice. hey, welcome to America. I mean, this is pretty cool. <laughs> right. And then uh, <clears throat> I gained 50 pounds. I was getting in the bed in the middle of the day. And my uh-huh. wife came and said, hey, this is not working out. Like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> so I went back and bought the company that I started with when I was a child. And uh, we grew it four times the size it was over the next 10 years. Uh-huh. And had a very um, unfortunate circumstance that happened in 2001. I ran over and killed a pedestrian. Oh, that was crossing the street to catch a bus uh, here in Nashville, and uh, he, he just didn't see me. And so that was a real paradigm shift for me, Matt, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. And it really set me on a new trajectory. And we can talk about that more later in the show if you'd like. But 
Yeah, I took five years off. I didn't do anything for about five years. We traveled around the world and I built a new house and kind of took it easy. And then mm -hmm. Robin said, Hey, you're getting fat and lazy again. It's time <laughs> that you go back to, to work. So we got involved with a construction company that built high-end construction, uh, high-end residence, small commercial properties mm -hmm. here in Nashville. And then 12 years ago, when I turned 50, I retired for the third and final time. My wife said, I've retired more than the law allows, but <laughs> I retired again. And a guy that I had been in a mastermind group with for de eons, decades, you know, he said, Hey man, you ought to consider coaching. You've owned, you know, 14 businesses. Uh, mm -hmm. You've been married over 40 years. So uh, I think you could help other people accomplish their goals. And so I prayed about that and uh, decided to do it and started being interviewed on podcasts like yours. And mm -hmm. I turned around and look nine years later, we have 150 men. We're in five different countries around the world and we're helping transform lives. And so that's how I got into this. Wow. You, you said you had 150, uh, clarify that for me one more time. 150, we have 150 men members. Uh -huh. Oh, gotcha. All, all men. Yep. So they meet in groups of 10. So we have 15 mastermind groups ah, gotcha. meet every week and uh -huh. um, we're helping them transform their life. And so just for myself, for my own curiosity, when right. you say mastermind, I'm going to uh, kind of a two-part question because I heard you say weekly. So um, what do they, what's the format? What do they meet yeah, about? Good and question. Then, and Great then, question. And then uh, the, the week, is that weekly? So sure. I guess just. I'll give you what, the lowdown. Thanks. Appreciate that. All right. That. So here's the thing. So isolation is the enemy of excellence. Mm. I think mm -hmm. we would all agree that making decisions on an island by yourself right. uh, is not really a good thing to do. So think of it as a peer advisory group, kind of like a mm -hmm. board of directors. Mm -hmm. And so Matt, in your business, if you were to have a question today, and I'm sure you've got trusted advisors, but who knows you intimately? Like who knows your wife, your kids, knows about your business acumen, knows your blind spots, your kryptonite, uh, your superpowers. They know your propensity in business. They know your financial data and your backstory. Like who could you go to and say, hey, I've got this major decision I want to make that had um, access to all that data? And most people don't. Most people right. are like, Hey, I got a buddy or two that we went right. to college together. And, but see, here's the thing. You're not doing life with them every single week. Mm -hmm. And you often see them every three or four months, maybe mm -hmm. twice a year. Right now you're going to go to them with this major decision and you're going to go, Hey, Billy, Bobby, whoever, like I need to make this decision, but now they've got to have context. They, they right. got to know where you Well, see. That's what we eliminate because mm -hmm. when you're meeting virtually every single week, and I have the answers to all those questions. I know what mm -hmm. you're involved in. I know your struggles, your trials, your superpowers, your propensity. I know your finances. I know what it is that you're trying to accomplish every single week that we're mm -hmm. discussing these topics personally, professionally, spiritually, right? Mm -hmm. There's five key areas of our life. We have personal, relational, spiritual, physical, and financial. Mm -hmm. Everything fits into one of those buckets. And so we create a framework around that called come as you will be. And it's where you aspirationally pick five goals, one in each of those areas, and you're working on the priority in your life in that area. Mm -hmm. People have context every single week. They know the task that you're getting to accomplish in order to reach your goal. And so you're doing life with these guys every single week. Then twice a year, you get together in person. 
And so now for two and a half days here in Nashville, you're meeting with this group and the larger group, and you get to know each other in a really intimate setting. Now, at any given time, you can call, you can text message, you can email, you can jump on a Zoom call. You have these people helping you make these decisions. Now, Matt, we all went through this, so this is not a trick question. We went through COVID, mm -hmm. right? We went through the pandemic. I don't know about you, but that was a pretty scary time. Yeah, it was like, hey, not sure my business is going to make it. Right. Like, I was having to make decisions hourly to run our mm -hmm. organization. Yep. Right. Yep. Totally. Yep. Who did you call? Right. Like, who did you reach out to? It's like, I don't know. Like, let's get together and figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. So that's all the mastermind groups are. They're just a mm -hmm. board of directors, trusted advisors, people helping you make decisions that have all the data that can help you make an intelligent decision. And so I've been involved for 25 mm -hmm. years mm -hmm. in these groups, meeting every week for 25 years. I've been involved in a group weekly. That's a commitment. That is a good, uh, so yeah, what's it's an that? hour. It's the most oh, it's an hour. Okay. I was going to yes. ask you what that format yeah, was. It's an hour so format. So we get on and we do what's called man in the middle. So, you know, okay. three months in advance when you're going to be man in the middle. So mm -hmm. today it's all about Matt. Right. And so you come right. and say, Hey, my wife and I've been married 20 years. Like it's okay, but we're up against this struggle. Or I've got mm -hmm. this 16 year old daughter that's promiscuous, or I've got a mm -hmm. son that's on drugs and I don't know what to do or having this cash flow issue mm -hmm. that like my business is good, but we have receivables and I don't know how, like it's always something, right? You right. live longer. I'm 62. Like I've lived a right. lot of life. There's always something and you mm -hmm. need people around you that can give you insight and feedback. Mm, gotcha. And so it rotates. So if you've got 10 people, then you're road to every week, every somebody weeks. else. Yeah. Two people. Every. There's two people, man in the middle every week. Oh, oh, gotcha. So every five weeks, you're man in the middle again. So you don't gotcha. Now, listen, if there's something important, you're mm -hmm. like, Hey, this is really serious. Like, okay, we set everything else aside and mm -hmm. we deal with your situation. But mm -hmm. see, these guys know each other so intimately they're talking all through the week. I mean, they're constantly on the phone, they're on Zoom, they're on a text thread, they're on Boxer, you know, mm -hmm. they're on Slack, they're mm -hmm. constantly getting feedback. And so now you've got a team. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, let's go back even a little further. So back in 2001, when I had this automobile accident, I had some guys around me, but a buddy of mine that got me to advertise on his radio show here in Nashville, we'd been doing business for five or six years together. He said he was starting uh, a mastermind here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'd love for you to join. And I said, I don't even know what a mastermind group is. You know, this right. is 20, 20, 21 years ago. I don't even know what a mm -hmm. mastermind group is. And he said, well, just come to my office and I'm going to introduce you to the other guys. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it, but we really get down to business. Like we really are doing life together. So I went to Robin, my wife, Robin, and I've been married to be 43 years uh, in June. And I went to Robin and I said, Hey, you know, this guy pretty good. Actually, it was Dave Ramsey. Dave oh. and I, <laughs> okay. Dave and I've been friends since the early nineties. I was his second sponsor and I sponsored his show for 21 years. Oh, wow. So Dave and I've been best friends since the early nineties. And uh -huh. uh, he gave me advertising to try him. He was just starting. <laughs> Good so anyway, and I said, Robin, I don't really want to go. She said, why? I said, you know how hardcore Dave is. He's going to be, he's going to find out I've got real estate debt. And right. so anyway, she said, just go and check it out. So I went, 
Dan Miller was there, Ken Abraham, Jeff Mosley, some of those guys may or may not ring a bell with you. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they started sharing intimately about their life. And this went on week after week. And then there was a cash flow problem and a spouse problem, relationship problem, mm -hmm. a kid problem. And I was like, I came home one day laughing. And she said, What are you laughing about? I said, They're more screwed up than I am. <laughs> I said, I had no idea that they were going to be this vulnerable and transparent. And so, mm -hmm. You know, to be honest with you, Matt, I fell in love with that process after that because mm -hmm. I could be real. I right. could let the veil down and I could yep. be real. And yep. then these guys have helped me build my business now for over two decades. That's amazing. You know, I'm, I have been, uh, what I joined a, what we call a forum group. Uh, so I'm a member of YPO young, Pre Pre ah, young president's organization, worldwide organization. Sure. And they, they do something similar. I was curious about the format because in our format, we meet once a month, but we meet for like three and a half hours. We usually do yeah. lunch and then we meet the rest of the afternoon, but it sounds like a, a similar deal. Our rhythms just monthly instead of weekly. And so that's yeah. kind of, an, I was really curious about the nuances of that weekly, obviously it's more engaged, right? You're, think you're, about, think yeah, about a month ago. Think yeah, about exactly. a month ago, right? right? And you think about what all's transpired in the past exactly. 30 days. But right. see, by the time you get to that meeting, that's a great organization, by the way. I'm yeah, not it is. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The cadence of it needs to right. be more often because we have, we're such a fast paced society right. now. Right. There's right. so many things happen in 30 days. Like I mm -hmm. need weekly or even daily, oftentimes, feedback, <laughs> right? right and making right. decisions. And so that's why we chose. Most people say that when they first get in, they're like, man, that's a lot. But then when they get in, we've even got groups meeting twice a week and not wow. once a week because these guys are doing very well in business and they need insight and input and they right. need it at a very fast clip, you know, at a greater cadence. And so, yeah, everything's different. It's not for everybody. We're about getting it done. We're about moving mm -hmm. the needle. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't want to wait a month. I'm like, hey, I need you now. Like there's right. opportunities before me and I got to make a decision. Right. So, then also, if you're struggling, let's just use you for an example. This mm -hmm. is not true. Totally making this up. Let's <laughs> right. Just say you're struggling with your relationship right now with your spouse. How long you've mm -hmm. been married? I've been married eight and what is it? Eight and a half years, eight, eight okay. and a half years. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been married 43 years and mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a lot of trials you and your mm -hmm. wife are going to have, right? I don't care how mm -hmm. good your relationship is. You're going to have trials. Mm -hmm. You have children. Yep. Have children. Two. Yep, okay. Two children. So they're going to, they're going to give you some gray hairs, right? And so <laughs> you're like, I don't know. I never had a 10 year old. I never had right. a 15 year old. Right, I never right. had a kid starting college. Right. And you and your wife can sit there and try to figure it out, but you need people around you all the time. Like if, if you're having a relationship issue or problems with one of your children, mm -hmm. Like you don't want to wait a month. Like I need to get to the bottom of this today or tomorrow, or at least by Friday. And mm -hmm. so you've got these people around you all the time, helping you. It doesn't matter personally, right? We all got challenges mm -hmm. professionally. Yep. We got challenges. Yep. I don't know if you're a person of faith or not, but spiritual challenges, mm -hmm. we've got mm -hmm. those ahead of us. And so we have found that that weekly cadence really scratches the itch. Hmm. And but you've got two presenters on a weekly basis. Yeah. And so what's that format? If you tighten yeah. it up for me, what's that 30? That's a, it seems like a fast pace. Okay. I guess. Let's just, when, when, it is, it is. But if you look at it on the other hand, you've got interactions all during happening, the week, right. All the time. Gotcha. And you're on these different threads communicating. 
right. and then you can always pick up the phone and call. So mm -hmm. it's not like you just got this 20 or 30 minutes. I mean, it's, you're communicating all through the week as well. So mm -hmm. this is just all hands on deck. Everybody's around you and you've got mm -hmm. this situation. I don't know what it is, but mm -hmm. whatever situation you're getting constant feedback. And, and so, let, so it's, let, it's let, just focuses on you for that period of time. Let, let's take an actual example then. So anything you want to pull from, obviously probably your own experience, but anything you pull from your own experience, kind of what was the walk us through and it could be something simple. It doesn't have to yeah. be. You okay. Know. Let's, let's use the decades ago, like uh, Robin and I were in a pretty dark place mm -hmm. going through this horrible accident. Right. So I, I kill a pedestrian. Right. And so I get, I get on the call. Or I'm actually meeting in person with the group, but I'm like, Hey, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know if I need to go see a psychiatrist. I don't know mm -hmm. if I need a psychologist. I don't know if I need a counselor. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I need to meet weekly, daily. I don't know if I need to go talk to my pastor. Like how much do I bring Robin in on this? Do I mm -hmm. do this alone? Do mm -hmm. we do it as a couple? Mm -hmm. do, do I get friends to come along with me to undergird me and nurture me and show empathy and compassion? Uh, do we talk about this at night without the counselor? Mm. Like I never run over mm. anybody. Right. So, so I don't, I don't know. Like, right. how, how am I going to deal with this now? I've got this sense of guilt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it wasn't my fault. Thank God. It, it right. wasn't anything I did. He didn't see me. He was 77 right. years old. He just oh, ran out in front right. of me. Right. So like now, now do I, do I call the family? Like, mm. do I reach out? Do I call my mm. attorney? Right. Uh, like what do like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, is, we all have situations that come up in our business mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us make bad choices relationally. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you caught yourself in a bad position relationally. You've made a bad choice mm -hmm. and you go, okay, do I, do I confess this? Do, do I like go to my wife? Do I get people together? Mm -hmm. Any host of scenarios. And right. now you've got 10 trusted advisors around you going, Hey, I've been there. Mm -hmm. This is what happened for me. Mm -hmm. yep. This is my best advice because see, we only have one filter. We only mm -hmm. have one life experience, Matt. I know you're a sharp guy, but you can only give advice based on your filters. Sure. Of course. Yep. But now we have a general consensus of the multitudes. You got mm -hmm. 10 guys and eight of them go, no, you, you can't do that. And here's why it's like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, I didn't even know. <laughs> to ask right. that question. Right. And then you got eight of the 10 guys go, no, I think you need to do this. And here's why. Mm -hmm. Well, if I had made the decision alone, it may have been a really, I'll give you an example. A guy, mm -hmm. one of our members sold his business recently for $7 million. Mm -hmm. And so he came to the group, he built this company for 18 years mm -hmm. and he's got a partner in this business. And uh, he said, this company, this private equity firm's buying us and he said, there's a problem between me and my partner. And I'm going to go ahead now and get that short up because after the sale, we're going to have to work together. And I went, wait a minute, what, what is the problem? And he told me what the problem was. I said, it doesn't affect the value of the business. And he said, no, I said, you want to close the deal. And then you want to go address the problem. He goes, no, I want to get it solved now. I said, as soon as the private equity firm learns that there's <laughs> problems between the partners, they're going to back out of the deal. <laughs> well, I've sold 14 companies, right? He's never sold a company. He goes, right. That didn't even dawn on me. Right. And I'm like, you're fixing to queer the whole deal. 
<laughs> okay. Well, what I'm saying is he'd never sold a company. Right. Of course. How did he that. know? Yeah. 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 Right. How would he know? We're all dealing with situations like that. Blind day. spots. Right. Yeah. So you're going to get a divorce. Like, what do we do now with the kids? Like I never had mm. a divorce before. So what, what do we do now? Or mm. you get addicted to pornography or alcohol. It's mm. like, well, I've never been addicted before to alcohol. Like I don't know what to do or who to call. Or now you got a cash flow problem in your business. You're like, hey, do, do I go get a loan? Do I get a line of credit? Do I get a HELOC? Do I sell the receivables to a company? Mm -hmm. Do I reach out to the company and say, hey, I'll give you a discount? Like I've never been in this position. Right. You've got other business owners in there saying, oh, let me introduce you to a guy that helped us work through that. Mm -hmm. I got a 16-year-old. He's on drugs. Like, I don't even know what to do. do. Do I take him out of school? Do I put him in one of these recovery programs? Or do I keep him at home and homeschooling? I don't know. I've never been there. Two people go, oh, wait a minute. Hey, my daughter's gone through that. Here's who, you know, see, it just goes on and oh, on and nice. on. Regardless of the situation, you're going to be confronted, Matt, you're going to be confronted with a situation in the next 30, 45 days mm -hmm. you've never dealt with. Fair enough. Yeah. Right. You got every, every for almost every day I'm confronted with a situation, right? I've never dealt with the whole right? point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we don't have these people around us that can walk with us, here's the other thing you want to celebrate occasionally. You've had measure of success yep. in your company, yep. right? Right. Mm -hmm. Who are you going to celebrate with? You can't call your buddies because they're going to think you're bragging. But right. somebody that's been walking this journey that's helped you is there to celebrate with you, mm -hmm. right? Okay, now what do I do? Do I invest the money in this or this or this? Do I pay the taxes? Do I do a 1031 exchange? Mm -hmm. Like, you're like, I only know what a 1031 exchange is. Well, <laughs> sell that building for a million dollars and uh, pay capital gains. You're going to understand what, what, a 1031, what 1031 is. is. Yes, okay. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, is people don't know. Right. Or, or you know, there's all kind of tax deferral opportunities. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine just bought a condo for a million seven. He took a $700,000 accelerated depreciation his first year because his wife is an expert in real estate. Mm -hmm. She's got her thousand hours in and so mm -hmm. they can write that off. So he's got $700,000. He can accelerate. What? Well, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Well, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my point goes, mm -hmm. when you've got these people around you all the time, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what you're going through. There's somebody within the organization that can see so you're leveraging all those 10 relationships. Right. Of course. So now right. all their relationships are your relationships. Right. Okay. Now, now, now I've got tens of thousands of relationships I've leveraged. I've got people that's going to celebrate with me. That's been on the journey, mm -hmm. right. And, or I'm in trouble or I need to borrow your courage because mm -hmm. like right now I'm pretty scared because I got this situation. Come on, big A, you got this. Mm -hmm. I've been here before I've done this. And now like we got an army, we mm -hmm. got people around us. We're not out there by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Once people get in and they grow accustomed to having these board of directors, mm -hmm. people have been in our organization seven and eight years. And they're like, why would I get out? I'm always going to be confronted with a new thing. Right. You would do in life together, I, I guess is the way I would think of it. You're doing life together instead of right in isolation to your point at the top of the show. And so your specific right, view from the top is men, Christian men, I'm assuming, right? Well, Christian. you know, I'm Christian by faith. You don't have to be a Christian to be in our organization, but because... Okay. Uh, I talk a lot and openly about my faith. I am a uh -huh. Christian. I uh -huh. attract a lot of people that are Christian. Got it. Uh, but we've got people that are Hindu, Muslim, Buddhist, really? agnostic, atheist, oh, okay. Christian, Seventh-day Adventist. Yeah. 
Yeah, we huh. do. But probably 85, 90% are Christian just simply mm-hmm. because I talk about it a lot. Right. And so who is, uh, you know, for your specific, cause I know there's different mastermind groups, different, sure. you, know, you, you know, 20 groups there's, but in your organization, kind of what is the qualifications or, yeah, you know, kind of the avatar. Well, or just sheer qualification, avatar, but also the actual qualifications, right? 95% of our members are small business owners Mm -hmm. and they'll do, you know, a couple hundred thousand in top line revenue up to, you know, we've had members that'll do a million, 500,000 a week in top line revenue. So we've got them. It's very diverse. Right. Um, Mostly with kids uh, because I talk a lot about boundaries. (laughs) I came home with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers about 25 <laughs> years ago. Uh-huh. And my wife came up and she said, Hey, we're living like, uh, like a single mom and I'm not a single mom and you're out working. Thank you for providing all that you've done. You've done mm-hmm. a great job, mm-hmm. but I need you to help me with the girls, you know, girl scouts, <laughs> cheerleading, basketball. Mm-hmm. Now my daughters are 37 and 40. So this was a while back, but mm-hmm. at that time, I was like, man, if I'm not careful, I'm going to make a lot of money. I'm going to be rich and lonely one day. Right. Right. And so, uh, mostly people with kids, uh, professionals, we do have some C-suite executives Mm -hmm. in our organization, but because I've owned 14 businesses, small business owner, I attract a lot of small business owners Uh and then, uh, people that really want to move the needle. And it's also people that align with our worldview. And mm-hmm. it's people that align with our core values. And so what, so, what, what is your worldview and your core values? Then? Yeah, I'm ultra conservative, first mm-hmm. of all. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, Christian by faith, obviously. So <laughs> that kind of aligns with that. Feels core, like we just walked into it. You just opened the door to a political conversation right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not going to go there. But, uh, our, uh, okay. <laughs> our, our core values are uh, pretty straightforward. My first core value is relationships matter most. Oh, nice. And it doesn't matter what widget you're selling or what service you provide. If the person doesn't matter most, you're not going to align with the way we teach. Mm-hmm. My second core values make it amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to do it halfway. If we mm-hmm. like, it doesn't mean it necessarily amazing to you, but it's as amazing as I know how initially until I learn a better way. Mm-hmm. Once I learn a better way, I'll make it more amazing. The mm-hmm. third one is no excuses. I hate excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear excuses. It's right. like, Hey, I don't want to hear that. You know, let's get it done. And then our fourth core values, everything is figure outable. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. It's actually a word. Look it up. But uh, <laughs> my team knows not to say we can't do that. It's like, yeah, we'll figure it out. I don't know what it's going to look like, but we'll figure it out. And then finally, my fifth core values, truth before opinion. And for mm-hmm. me, truth is God's word. There's 66 books called the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I run it through that grid. Mm-hmm. And then I welcome your opinion, but it's going to be truth first and then opinion. So truth before opinion. Mm-hmm. So that's our core values mm. and people that align with that flourish. Mm. Uh, people that don't align with that don't stay long because mm-hmm. if relationships don't matter most, I can teach you how to make money. But if you cast the person aside as a result of it, you're not going to stay here long. If you want to halfway do it and it's not amazing, probably not going to stay here if we hear excuses all the time about the way you didn't get it done and why you didn't get it done, you're not going to stay here long. And then like everything's figure outable, like right. we'll figure it out. Right. And then, uh, not everybody's Christian by faith, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. people are of faith and mm-hmm. they do have, here's the thing, Matt, we won't get into this today, but there's gotta be some measure of truth. Mm-hmm. 
we've got to have something we base right. truth on. Right. You know, I was at a conference recently and there was a guy and I had a really good conversation. He wasn't Christian. He was atheist. And uh, <laughs> I asked him, you know, I just said, Hey, what do you base truth on? He goes, well, there's no absolute truths. And I said, okay. I said, uh, just kind of anything goes. He goes, yeah, if that's what you want. And I'm a big guy. You've never met me in person, but I'm six, uh -huh. four, way too thirty. Oh. Well, you don't guy. look like that on camera. Yeah. I'm a You're six, guy. four. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably 6'3 now. I was 6'4 when I, <laughs> I was young, but I'm probably shrunk in it. Uh, I like but it. anyway, so he had his really nice sunglasses hooked on his shirt. And I just reached over and picked them <laughs> up and stuck them on my shirt. And he looked at me and I said, I, I want those. And he goes, What do you mean? I said, Well, anything goes. And he started laughing. <laughs> and after that, we had an hour conversation that was amazing. I said, right. do you realize it takes more faith to believe what you do than it does to believe in a supreme being? He said, what do you mean? I said, all this just happened. One day it wasn't. One day it is. He said, I never thought of it in light of that. I said, okay. So we had a good discussion. It was fun. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, though, yes. is that I think that once we discover what truth is mm -hmm. for us, Mm -hmm. Right. We can have a dialogue like this and understand right. those are our core values. And, uh, that's what we stand for. Hmm. Very interesting. And so this is your, your, your mission, but then this is your full-time, I, I don't yeah. even know if I call it a vocation at this point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. this is kind of, this is your day in day out. This is what yeah, you do. This is it. You know, I only work 24 hours a week now. So I work Monday through Thursday, 10 Got to it. four. Okay. And uh, the rest of the time I spend with my grandkids and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the visionary, right? right. I'm leading the organization cause I'm the founder and yep. I continue to lead from afar, but, uh, mm -hmm. I'm very involved in the business. We have a team that does all the administrative work. We have an integrator that handles all the systems and processes and does, you know, the administrative task. Uh, the director of operations is my daughter, my oldest daughter. Mm -hmm. She's been mm -hmm. with me since the beginning. And, uh, then we have other, uh, VAs that work for us that live in the Philippines that's been Ooh. with us for years. And my executive assistant lives mm -hmm. in the Philippines and she's been with me about six years. Really? And that's yeah. worked out. I, and I've actually unbelievable. been thinking about and looking into that as well, just because I'm it's unbelievable. Be becoming more virtual as the world has transitioned. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, yeah, I can find talented people anywhere if, you know, but, yeah. but, the, but you found that that's very, yeah. Good for your, good for your organization. Yeah, I've said huh. unbelievable three times. It's, unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, their heart is amazing and man, they are all about doing a great job. They, they are in the details. Uh, a lot of people said, well, I'll tell you, Romley is my assistant. And, um, when I first hired her, I said, Hey, my grammar is not really good, you know? And she started laughing. She goes, Oh, I can tell. And I said, <laughs> I don't, I don't write that well. She's and she edits everything I write. Uh -huh. And so her education is unbelievable. They all got a huge education. They can use any technology. They can run circles around us using technology. Huh. They're very proficient. Uh, their heart is amazing. Yeah, they're incredible. Huh. And the time difference, you figured that out? Because that's one thing I heard I about care, the Philippines. I don't care is, when they work. You know, if they, right. get the work, they get the work done, it doesn't matter to me. But you can connect enough or however you work oh, if that makes sense. They, they normally work on central time. Uh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, they normally do that. They're up. My daughter's leading meetings with them. You know, it's it's uh twelve thirty in the morning 
for them tomorrow morning right now. It's, it's so, 12, so they kind of work 13 hours ahead, but they usually right. work on our schedule. So they kind of work a almost a night shift type eight, eight to eight or whatever. Okay. And yeah. oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I know that's a little sidebar, but it was just interesting because yeah. I've been no, it works great, and I, though, keep, and, I keep um, thinking, is that the way I should go? Because yeah, yeah. It, the world's becoming a world bringing everything kind of together. Yeah. People are working together. It's kind of neat to be able to provide. She does everything for me. You know, she answers emails and she does my calendar, everything. I just send them a message. Hey, book me a call, you know, with Matt and mm -hmm. You've been here communicating actually with them to do this podcast. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Well, thank yeah. you for that. And, and I'll ask you if you did you go through an agency or was it just something you did yourself? Yeah, no, uh, initially we did. And then once you get one or two, they know other people that know right. other people. And so, yeah. Oh, excellent. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So you run this organization, you play with your grandkids. You're very passionate about, passionate about helping people, obviously. Um, there's these 150, or the, sorry, these 150 businessmen meeting right. we weekly all over the country. I'm assuming, or no, you said it. You, in you're in other countries. We're in five different countries now. Okay, and so is it no longer then local to geography? Has it become no. more? It's Here's virtual the thing now. That's cool. Yeah, it's a good question, Matt. I'm glad you went here. When you're in a geographic location, and there's a couple of things that are good about that, but there's a couple of things that are bad about that. So yes. let me, let me give yeah, you the please good do. first. Yeah. Good, right. good first. So the good is, is nothing takes the place of an in-person meeting. Right. Not, nothing. Right. right? Yep. We break bread together. Yep. We can socialize. We can shake hands. We can hug necks. We can see each other. Right. Mm -hmm. That can also be bad. And mm -hmm. let me tell you why we go to a meeting and first of all, there's travel time. Right. And then we shoot the bull for 20 minutes before we get started. Mm -hmm. And then we have an hour meeting and then we shoot the bull for 20 minutes after the meeting. And then there's a half hour drive time again. Mm -hmm. so now we've used up three hours of the day, not right. one hour. Right. Second thing is hypothetically, let's say I live in Kansas, you and I are mm -hmm. friends mm -hmm. and you and I are in a mastermind together mm -hmm. and our wives belong to the right. country club yep. and they play tennis together. Right. Okay. Yep. Now we're in a situation where you come to me and you go, Hey man, I got this financial situation. That's not good. And I need some help in the back of your mind. You're like, I wonder if big A is going to go home and tell Robin. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Robin goes to the club tomorrow, mm -hmm. play tennis with my wife. And she just says, Hey, sorry to hear y'all going through this. Your mm -hmm. wife didn't know anything about it. Right. Now we got a real problem. Yep. Okay, when you're virtual, you can go much deeper, much faster, right. because those are not the hurdles. There's no travel time. There's no shooting the BS before mm -hmm. and after. It's one hour, you're on, you're off. The other thing is when you're virtual, now you have networking all over mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. So now you got 10 guys in your group. There's two in Texas, two in Florida, one in North Carolina, one in Kansas, one in Nashville. Ge geography, you know. Right. You know, We've got it covered, like, because I know thousands of people, and I mm -hmm. bet you do. Yep. Okay, now you just leveraged my audience, mm -hmm. and I have yours. Right. So the benefits are far exceeding to an in-person meeting. Now, let's just say that you want to meet with these guys, and you're in a small community. Maybe it's mm -hmm. not Kansas. Maybe it's not the place where you live, the city you live in, but let's just say it is, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, I need a lawyer and I need a banker and I need a chiropractor and I need a mm. doctor and I need a small business owner. Mm -hmm. And you don't know them. Oh, they're mm -hmm. not there. Or right. it's a 
Okay, what are you going to do now? Uh, you're mm -hmm. not going to meet, right? Virtually, we've got these people all over the world that are professionals. Mm -hmm. So geography no longer is a hindrance. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a guy in Australia that gets mm -hmm. on the call, and he's tomorrow on my today. Right. We're on the same call. And it's like, well, that feels pretty weird. And he's like, there's nobody in my community that offers. He's been in five years. Oh, wow. He's been doing that. And so mm -hmm. all I'm saying is, is it opens up so many other opportunities to be mm -hmm. able to meet. Like you and I haven't, we, we probably would have never met. Had we not That's true. Virtually. Oh, totally. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. so now we're going to build a relationship. Right. And we're going to be able to connect with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And so virtually you're doing that with people all over the world. Now you've got a community of 150 members, mm -hmm. not just in your area with six other guys. Mm -hmm. So you do the math on 150 members, you get to know everybody in the organization. It's right. a networking fiasco. <laughs> right? right. And so right. now you've got people all over the world and your net worth is directly proportionate to your network. Mm. It just opens up so many other doors. I've recently uh, got a seven-figure investment with two guys that I met three years ago that I wouldn't have known uh, had I not met them in the mastermind group. And now this thing is making bank for me, mm -hmm. and uh, I wouldn't have known them. Hmm. And do and and so there's a couple things you've said there. I just want clarification on um, one. I do uh, you know in our deal we have signed confidentiality waivers, and you break confidentiality, sure. you're out, yeah, right? And, but I do, but I still do get. Uh, I, you know, I used to go to a lot of uh, personal development stuff when I traveled and there is that I'm never going to see this person again. So I can kind of tell them whatever's really, really going on because I'm never going to see them again. Right. So it's just my chance to say it. So there is some stuff there. Um, but we have a pretty strict in our, our, well, just in our organization as a whole, we have a pretty strict not doing business mm -hmm. with each other in that group because then it clouds some, you know, it, it sure. clouds things, makes things. Can challenging do you have that or is that are you talking about you did you know they were in your group there's and people that do business with each other outside of their groups there's a uh -huh. few guys that do have done real estate investments we had two guys a year ago didn't know each other they just made a three million dollar investment together to mm -hmm. buy a piece of real estate we got another guy in a group that wanted to buy a building and the other guy said hey i i, I need i need to buy a building so they went in partners and bought the mm -hmm. building and they'll do things at arm's length Got it. Yeah. A lot of the business, the actual daily activities of running businesses are they pretty don't do minimal. together. Right. No, okay. But we, we had two guys that joined three years ago that owned three properties when they joined their mastermind groups, their brothers, their mastermind group taught them how to scale their business. They're about to buy their 400th piece of real wow. estate. And the people in Iron Sharpens Iron is funding now uh, oh, this right. endeavor. And so they're buying a million five hundred thousand dollars a week. I mean, a month in property. Mm, right. And so they wouldn't have been able to do that had they not been networking and had they mm -hmm. not learned how to scale their business. Interesting. Yeah. They, totally. they live in a small community and they, they, they didn't have the people around them. The resources. This is yeah. not for everybody. You know right. What I'm right. Yep. I don't yep. want to lead right. people to believe that I think what we do is for everybody. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's, it is for the person that's not faint at heart. Like if you carry your feelings around on your shoulder, you don't want to get called out. Uh, if you're timid or if you're so introverted, you're not going to call and reach like, we're not for you. Mm. If you're a guy like, I like to hang out, like we're, we're not for you either. I mean, we're about moving the needle mm -hmm. because 
Like we only get one go through. This is not a trial run, right? This is our life right now. We're living our life right now. We're about people that really want to get in and move the needle in every area of your life. And here's the reason that we do it in every area of your life. I was so focused on making money when I was mm -hmm. young, that mm -hmm. I almost lost my family. Mm. I came home and Robin was like, this is good. Like we got a beautiful place and we had a vacation home. We got all the stuff. But she's mm. like, I really feel alone. Mm. And I was like, man, this is a wake up call for me. Like, I better pay attention to this. And so I can teach you to make money. Mm -hmm. But if you are lacking in relationships, or there's no spiritual inclination at all, or if you're only singularly focused, it's like a three legged stool and one leg gone, right? Something's going to give there's something going to pay the cost. You're going to lose somewhere if you're not paying attention to every area of your life. And here's the thing too, Matt, I don't want to get all sappy here, but the truth is, is that one day people that are really aspiring just financially are going to wake up and they're going to go, it didn't scratch the itch. Like I thought it was going to. Right. Yep. That's the truth. Like yep. I'm not yep. the guy that's got plenty of money and his money doesn't mean anything. That's a lie. Money is very important. Like we need it. Right, mm -hmm. to, to live the life that we want. Mm -hmm. But when that is your sole focus and the relationship cost to acquire more tangible possessions, when you get that, it is not going to scratch that itch like you think. I've got a guy right now that I coach on a regular basis. He has eight houses. He has mm -hmm. a yacht. Uh, he makes more money than he knows what to do with. It's ridiculous. And he sat in one of his houses overlooking the city with me on the couch at midnight one night, tears running down his face, 48 years old. He said, there's not a day that doesn't go by. I don't think about killing myself. Mm. And I'm like, what? He goes, like, I, I got money to burn. I got generational money. Mm. Uh, I'm lonely. Mm. And see, he hasn't invested in the relationships. And I just want to urge the listeners today to be mindful go for it. I love to make money, but I've got a reason I want to make money. We had a guy join our mastermind the other day, wealth advisor, $250 million at his uh, discretion that he invests for his clients. And he said, I want to get to 500 million. Mm -hmm. I said, cool. I said, why? He said, what do you mean? Why? I said, why do you want to get to 500 million? He said, well, it seems like an aspirational goal. I said, okay, but why? What right. are you going to do with the money differently at 500 million that you can't do at 250 million? He goes, well, I, I make plenty of money now. I said, then why do you want to do that? The relational cost that it's going to get you there because of the time you're going to have to invest. Are you willing to give that relationship cost up? Mm -hmm. He said, I never thought of it. And I said, well, what are you going to do with the money? Well, I don't know. So you're just going to make a bunch of money because it's aspirational because you think that's a good goal. <laughs> See, that's what right. we do here. We think through the answers to those questions. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I, I never, I never thought about that. And mm. see, that's what we need to do because when we go out there and go for it big, something's going to give, mm -hmm. you got to be willing to give something, right? So right. we build boundaries and we have accountability partners and we have people that can help us create the life that we want. Here's the thing too, Matt, I wrote a document called, what do I want? Mm-hmm. And I ask people very simple questions all the time. If tomorrow morning you got up, geography wasn't a hindrance, financial wasn't a hindrance, what would you do with your life? And most people don't know. They mm. go, man, I, I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. 
So we've got to decide first and foremost, what it is that we want, why it is that we're chasing, what it is that's motivating us, what is driving us. Mm -hmm. Is it a daddy wound? Is it <laughs> right. something that's really right? Right. Yeah. A lot of that, we're trying to prove something to our dad that's not even here anymore. Mm -hmm. And then we're trying to get the affirmations from our father that says, Hey, good job. You know mm -hmm. why? Because that makes us feel adequate. And when we feel inadequate, it delivers shame. Mm. Mm. So we're pursuing something that's elusive. So that's what we do in these mastermind groups. We're trying to live life in its entirety so that we don't get to the end and go, man, a ladder was leaning on the wrong wall. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. Massed all these tangible possessions right. at the expense of many relationships, including our children. And then mm -hmm. we get to the end and we go, hey, there's no legacy. There's a legacy. It's just not the legacy you would want because we're all creating a legacy. Right. And so we help people identify those things. Wow. Love it. Love it. Well, I, I Googled it. I'll let other people Google it. It's view from the top. Uh, you know, you're Aaron Walker. You're the founder, obviously the visionary and also extremely passionate about uh, not only doing good for, you know, yourself, but especially doing good for your family and, and the greater world and service of, of a, of a loving God, right? That's, that's what I'm hearing. That's not what you said, but I'm paraphrasing there. Yeah, I think you've uh, made an honest assessment that's accurate. Good. Well, well, and, and then the, the uh, website's viewfromthetop.com. But if this sounds like something that resonates with you, then certainly, um, you know, go check, go check it out. Do you do, do you, is it an ongoing kind of, you can apply type thing or sure. I guess anytime. Yeah. There's an application online and it, you, you're not making a commitment by filling out the application, but it does put you in front of me for an hour mm -hmm. and we can have a conversation, just assess where you're at. There's no high pressure. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't want you in if you don't need to be in, right. I want you right. to do what you need to do. And so we just assess where you're at to see if you're a good fit. And mm -hmm. uh, if you are, then we can talk further about that, but yeah. Just go to viewfromthetop.com, fill out the application. Let's have an honest, you know, Q&A to see if it's something that would be beneficial to you. I love it. I love it. Um, well, thank you for, so much for coming on. If you don't mind sticking around for just a second, I have a couple of sure. questions for you. But oh, I, I'll, great, I'll just sign, I'll, I'll sign off for our, for our guests. I'm going to ask a couple more questions. Right, buddy. But, okay. but uh, thank you for showing up for the show. You bet. We'll see you, man. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>